Master Skywalker. There are too many. Swear words. What are we going to do? <laughs> Terrific. This show contains some adult language and may not be suitable for younglings. Hello there. He's no good to me dead. We're fine. We're all fine here now. How are you? I think you'll fill in nicely. This is where the fun begins. Hello. And thank you for joining us for news, reviews, and interviews from your favorite galaxy far, far away. My name is Pat, but don't call me Padawan Collins. And I am the mayor of Alderaan, Andy Hanlon. And I'm Ryan Sith on my channel. Insert non-offensive Star Wars comment here. Sherman has. And thank you to our new cast edition, Mr. Black, <laughs> for uh, the, the censorship that has been now placed on the episode, thanks to the HR stint from last week. Thank you, Ryan. We are now under Disney's microscope, but uh, we're going to get through this, guys. We're going to get through this. I'm, I'm, I have faith. Very little, but it's there. And today is a actually good morning, Alderaan. Yeah, we're 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 recording live. Yeah, in the morning. <laughs> yeah. This podcast is coming to you straight live, but it is just yeah. from the morning of whatever. Whenever you're listening to through the world yeah. between mm -hmm. worlds, mm -hmm. it's beautiful. It's beautiful, and uh, and a very very happy birthday to you, Ryan. Was that last week or the week before? We didn't really say it. It was like uh, the thirtieth, March thirtieth. Oh Jesus, we're late. A oof. Okay, well, happy birthday, man. <laughs> oh, oh, it's it's was... okay. It's not so happy when you get past thirty. <laughs> <laughs> it's all downhill Sorry. from here. Or thirty-five. I know. <laughs> I feel like I'm technically not in my mid-30s. Good try. Yeah, <laughs> Leave it vague enough. No, my 30s. It's yeah, like, no. just Mr. Black. <laughs> 30. <laughs> I am 30. Years old. Hello, young, f young friends. What's cool and skippy these days? Hmm? Hello, fellow kids. Are you kids. down with the hashtags? I made a tick tick the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a Twitter tweeter? <laughs> uh, I twittered and I twatted. But uh, speaking of Twitter, <coughs> we got some good news today, everybody. We got a lot of offensive Star Wars comment here. <laughs> oh damn it! Damn it! We got. We can't cuss. Although I was saying to you guys, I was looking at our podcast numbers. And one of our best performing episodes so far is the St. Paddy's Day one, where we were all just gooned up on the hot sauce and uh, just absolutely cussing every other sentence. It's outperforming most of our other episodes that I thought like would have definitely been better than that one. But hey, the, the people have spoken and they like cussing. So Mr. Black, back off. You're going to see those numbers coming in. Uh, our quarterly report will show that more cussing equals more downloads. So this is true. So what now, Mr. Black? Mm -hmm. <laughs> News <laughs> spin spinning mm -hmm. headline now comes up. Good morning, Alderon. Cancelled forever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyways. good morning, Alderon. Offends yeah. everyone. So what are we talking about today? What's on the uh, cancel docket, as we okay. say? So uh, we get to learn a little bit of inside behind the scenes scoops as to why the baby of Darth Vader is not allowed to watch Daddy at work. Ooh. Uh, we're also going to hear about uh, some unlikely bedfellows uh, between Star Wars and Looney Tunes that almost was. Ooh. Disney apparently, allegedly, without any proof, except for a couple of people said, yeah, yeah, I saw it. I saw it. And they tweeted about it. Disney creates a real lightsaber. Another step on their path to world domination. And with one month to go, uh, just who should appear in the... Oh, wait. Am I supposed to say that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, no, you said I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. <laughs> and with it's one month to go, just who should appear in Disney's The Bad Batch? And we have a very, very special Obi Watch update. I'm very excited. It's big news. Big news. Huge, huge everywhere. So first it's things huge. first. It's huge. Article, huge. Uh, there, there was an article. It's gonna be mental. There was an article in Us Magazine uh, where Rachel Bilson, former fiance of one Hayden Christensen, aka. Anakin Skywalker, a.k.a. Darth Vader, 
Now, Rachel parted the kimono a little bit, not literally, um, but she kind of showed a little bit, talked about their their child, theirs being Rachel Bilson's and Hayden Christensen's uh, daughter. And <laughs> she opened up and uh, on the Betch's Mom podcast about why she isn't rushing her six-year-old daughter to watch the Star Wars franchise, even though Daddy is is the star of the prequel trilogy. Uh, well, appearing in two of the three movies, but like she, um, uh, I guess she hasn't really had any exposure to Star Wars whatsoever, purposefully so. Um, now, she also goes on to say, I like to keep that away. Thank God, because he kills children. So let's keep that far from her until she's like 80. <laughs> so, Daddy. Well, that'd be I mean, terrifying. Yeah, well, at a sensitive Daddy, young age, what are we like, going to do? <laughs> <laughs> that kid is going to think twice if, once she sees that scene about asking Daddy for, you know, the car keys in the future or like an extra scoop of ice cream for dessert. All is he needs real, to do then. You think it's all uh, uh, guys? You think the real reason she doesn't want her daughter watching them is because. She played an she played an idiot on the OC, and let's be honest, Hayden can't necessarily act that well. Yeah, we don't want to like take your dad's a great actor. Can I watch yeah. this up? No, not not one, <laughs> not none of it. Well, Hayden's probably saying the same thing, like at his house, saying, "Yeah, we're not watching the OC." Hey, I don't want you to have your vision of mommy being <sighs> like Fuck that. Seth Cohen. Fuck Seth Cohen. He didn't know what, what he to had. Say. I, I think you, that that TV show is older than some people that might be listening right now. And I know, like, it was such a yep. cultural phenomenon for a few years there. I didn't, yeah. I don't watch the series all the way through. I don't think, but I don't know if I ever watched a full episode. To be I honest watched with some you. of it. Yeah, I watched that. Uh, that Rachel Bilson was attractive in it. I'll give her that. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's a very attractive that, person. She's very Absolutely. that Andy Samberg. Uh, that there was that SNL sketch. Where they kept looping that people were getting shot and playing that one song. Like, mm, what you say? I remember that. And, every, and someone else would walk in and, mm, which, and it would just keep restarting. And that's about as far as my like OC watching goes. The cultural pull is, is just that song. That's just that. And add that. The actor, and then you know what they're talking the actor, about. Um, Jason Schwartzman, uh, played the drums in the, that, the theme song. That band was a band that he was in. And he played the drums on that oh, song. Oh, no way. Also, his mom is Talia Shire. Did you know that? Who? No, not that song. This the the theme song from the uh, the OC. The the Cal was it California or something stupid? I don't know. Whatever the theme song is to the OC. Okay. Neat. Sweet. Mm -hmm. It's a good fact. Yeah, it's good. His mom's also Talia Shire. I had no idea. Oh, Talia Shire. Who's that? Adrian from uh, Rocky. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? And the sister in Godfather. And his well, dad is some famous producer, Schwartzman or something. I forget something Schwartzman. what he's done. But he's done a bunch of stuff. Wow. Interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, Bilson just goes on to say, I'm like, how do we handle this? But she doesn't really know. Uh, and obviously, if it's something she chooses in her adult life, then that will be that. But I think to keep that away from her as long as possible is our top choice. Ooh, our. So maybe Christensen is okay with that, being like, you know what? I kind of do murder kids in a passionate rage. Maybe I mm -hmm. don't want her seeing that. Yeah, I don't know. probably for the best. I mean, you can always just skip that scene and just go like right to the sword fighting at the end and be like, see, see, look what daddy did. That's mm -hmm. like, it's like me when I force my kids to watch my high school hockey footage. It's like, see, see, I could move. I could, I could do the plays. See? Okay. Yeah. Could have gone pro if it weren't for my bum knee. And then back to my <laughs> mustard and hot dogs. Mm. Hot dogs. Mm -hmm. Enjoy a good hot dog. Sausage. I'm a sausage man. I like the sausage. Yeah, good sausages are good. Mm -hmm. A little sauerkraut and mustard. Ooh. Yeah, no sauerkraut. All right. Well, uh, well, that's enough for Miss Bilson. She's, uh, <laughs> to sum up that article, sure she's not, not letting her you're dad sure You're, not, you're not over 40. Who? Who? Me? me? Yeah, sauerkraut. Jesus Christ! That's right, sauerkraut. Sauerkraut's oh, I say amazing. Sta it's a staple. You, get, you go to the, you get the, you know, buy some no. uh, street meat. You get sauerkraut, and mustard. 
No, yeah. you, you get the street meat and you put a little uh, uh, hot peppers, some onions, some relish, mustard, and ketchup. You're good to go. Sauerkraut, too. It adds that zesty, wet tang. Yeah. A little crunch. <sighs> it's crunchy and wet at the same time. On, on your bratwurst. Ugh. Anyways, enough about hot dogs. I'm getting you know what would be awesome it's if they didn't Star Wars? <laughs> you can speak this as a Star Wars podcast. If they had Gungan street meat. Oh, so it's made out of Gungans? Yeah, it's Gungan street meat. Would it be kind of like, would it be seafood? Would it be like a seafood sausage? Well, that was my question. What do you think it would taste like? Do you think it would taste like fish or like duck or oh. or, or pig? Or he, he basically lives in a giant pond. It's true. I feel like it'd be like scummy, like, I don't probably know, like lake, lake fish. Yeah, probably not, like, not as it much It would be like lake fish. You'd like. Yeah. I hate very like, super fishy, like like Lake Huron fish. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> oh yeah, that, well, that's that's, that's a big existential question that we'll leave with the listeners. We won't really debate it. But what I do you think? What do you think of Kenobi? <laughs> <laughs> what does Gungan what taste, does Gungan like? taste like? <laughs> tastes like a Lake Ontario fish. Well, I wonder if that's what huh. tastes like chicken. Do you think it was like a baby Gungan? Where remember when Jar? No, that would have been cannibalism. I don't think he would have been doing that. I was just thinking that one scene where. He blasts his tongue out and then wraps it and tries to eat up that one thing uh, mm. in, in Phantom Menace. And then he goes, that'll be seven, whoopy, whoopy. He goes, whoopy, whoopy. And then he gets in a fight with, with, with Sebulba. Classic. Oh, right, right. Classic. Classic Jar Jar. Classic Jar Jar. Always getting into something. Uh, speaking of wild and wacky, um, uh, this, this Looney Tunes bedfellowship. Did you guys hear about yes. this at all? Yeah, I was kind of reading about it. Apparently, Mark Hamill was saying that George Lucas originally wanted um, a classic Daffy Duck cartoon to appear before the movie to kind of set the stage that this is kind of like a lighthearted, not serious thing, um, which is kind of weird. But I'm like, I guess it makes sense. Um, but I don't know how like some hardcore fans that have their own podcasts to discuss Star Wars would feel that <laughs> you want us to not take Star Wars seriously. <laughs> and that's like that that feels to me like such like a cool like, kid cop out kind of thing. Like George, yeah. I think, was pretty hip within his his directing guild friends. Um yeah, yeah. you know, he, he then had to rescind his membership within the director's guild because he didn't want to have the credits at the beginning. And I think this this would have been like a cop out for him to be like, yeah, you know, I made this like sci fi fantasy space project, but like, but like it's for kids, it's for kids, man. Mm. It's not. I'm not taking it seriously. Like Daffy Duck's in the in in the in the beginning. Like, you don't take it seriously though, man. Come on. Like, yeah. Like he's just trying well, to save it, face a little bit by over this, doing yeah. the kids side of it. Well, it's interesting. In the '70s, was like really when like the directors really started to take hold in terms of Hollywood, and it was also when they first introduced the rating system, so people could like make a rated R movie if they wanted to. It didn't have to appeal to everyone. Um, and actually, like Coppola, Scorsese, Spielberg, and Lucas were all friends at that time and hanging out and partying together. So I imagine you know Scorsese's talking about doing Mean Streets, Spielberg's talking about doing Jaws, <laughs> Coppola's got Godfather's like, hey. Star Wars, right? <laughs> and it's like, but don't worry. I know it's not serious. Like, yeah, yeah. Daffy Duck's in it. Like, I'm just gonna do this so I can fund my Indiana Jones dream and yeah. become a serious action director with that. Uh, but yeah, the, they they could not get the rights though, could they? I think I remember seeing that in there. Yeah. It's so Warner uh, Brothers, right? Warner Brothers. I wonder what that would have turned out like. Like, like what could have been? It could have been a you know, like a, uh, well, I guess it was Fox, right? Did Fox release Star Wars? I think they did. But like that, that's so that's likely where that kind of contracting. Did he, where they did the article get. say which Daffy Duck? Is it like Duck Dodgers or whatever? I think, I think oh, it's Duck Dodgers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting. So Duck Dodgers yeah. was like Looney Tunes spoof on Buck Rogers, and that's Buck Rogers serials is what inspired George. Um, yeah. True enough. Okay. That yeah, because original Buck Rogers serials that would show, I think, before movies. I don't know. That's where that opening crawl came from. He got that from that. It was like from the 1930s or something. Yeah, those like oh, uh, that's interesting. 10 minute previews that would just accompany the movie before the movie. And another interesting thing, I think uh, Duck Rogers is where Marvin the Martian was first introduced. 
Was it really? Oh, I think that's so. cool. I believe it. So the nice little connection to your 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 pal, your voiceover pal from Scarborough. You mean I could have been in Star Wars? <laughs> I'm married for the Martian. Damn you, Lucas. You infernal your infernal bamboozling. That kind of yeah. turned into Kermit the Frog. <laughs> that was Kermit bit. the Frog. <laughs> I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here too. I want to be in Star Wars. <laughs> that's, that's good. Piggy, come on. Uh, <laughs> that's all I can do. <laughs> that's pretty good too. Peter, do not stop turning that spit. It's the secret mm. to a properly roasted goose. It smells so good, mother. And this is related to Star Wars because Frank Oz was Yoda. Frank Oz was Yoda. Pain. Absolutely. And once Absolutely. you hear that, it's like you realize it's like it's very close. Oh, yeah. It's just the grammar that's different. It's just, mm. yeah. It's just that, that's probably why he stilted the dialogue like that so that people wouldn't yeah. say like, oh, that's Miss Piggy on that guy's back. It's yeah. green Miss Piggy. <laughs> uh, so maybe, that was, maybe that it's been... Kermit, Kermit, Miss Piggy's kid. Oh, it's, it's, you know, <laughs> secret canon. That's why he's living alone on a That's planet, so deformed and mutilated with giant ears. Kill me, you must. <laughs> why did you make me? <laughs> <laughs> Allow this. What would what, what type of god? No, that that's, that's that's why George never wanted to reveal his species. <laughs> it's a secret that will die with me. Would he be called a pog? Uh, Big frog. Big frog. Yeah, maybe. Ugh. Wonder what Yoda would taste like. <laughs> some some Yoda Street. Meat. Actually, this reminds me of a really great joke. What's green and slimy and smells like bacon? <laughs> Go. You can bleep this all. <laughs> Miss Piggy, <laughs> Kermit's finger. Insert non-offensive Star Wars comment here. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a Sunday morning, man. Uh, this is a yeah, this Sunday is, morning. This is, we're just waking up. We're close. just having my coffee. This is the we, Lord's we, Day. I think HR is going to be back as soon as I say, "Hey, I got a great show, guys." Uh, I'm sorry. sorry. Um, can you can you step into my office again? This is your second strike in one week, man. <laughs> Getting too comfortable. Yeah. Playing it too fast and loose. Oh, incredible. Okay, what do we got next here? So Disney allegedly, so says many people on the internet, has created a real working lightsaber. Hmm. Now, I guess the real the real stickler, the real the real thumb in the pudding would be what do you how do you define a working lightsaber because i would define working lightsaber as a hilt an extended beam of light and mm-hmm. the ability to cauterize a body in half and, and it, it it like clashes with another saber yeah it it's got some through it. like force to it it's not just light there's got to be some kind of some kind of matter involved with it whether that but i don't know i, I don't know science but i know that some substance. I don't think they're going to be selling a weapon as such and Galaxy's Edge as they've <laughs> been mean? promoting this. It's basically like a soldering gun. Just, Here, kids. <laughs> I guess they nope. had those wood-burning kits back in the day. Yeah, that's true, but we've come so far since then. They're not going to really, go back on hundreds of years of safety protocols and insurance liabilities just to yeah. sell a well, maybe I don't know, but I'm I'm guessing it's going to be involved in some sort of ride, some sort of like experience where you buy a lightsaber mm. and then you can walk through, and then fake light people? beams will fire at you, and then you can block them and go swing swing, swing swing. See, that, see, man, that, I'm not wasting my time. <laughs> Pat, this is your fortieth birthday present. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I'm so cute. Neither, neither are be my friends. Um, but yeah, they they went so far as <laughs> it's to like the even... Water Boy meets Star Wars. <laughs> I, I feel like it would go so bad though if people like were walking around the park with what they thought were real lightsabers. Like I'm sure there's people that are going to show up there that's going to take it way too seriously, and it's not going to be the kids. It's going to be like the 45 year old dad that just like 
just like snaps and just suddenly is in Star Wars mode and attacking like just poor stormtrooper workers that are just supposed to be like trying to give out like soda or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the employees are going to go to HR. We sold too many of them. What are we going to do? <laughs> just, just massacre and mayhem. But but Stop what they've done, that. they've they've given the blueprints um, that don't really mean too much to Ooh. me. It just has a bunch of numbers and it says like. It's got like a little arrow that says blade form and it means nothing to me. LED spool, um, oh. motor, tensioner, blade spools. So I don't know. I don't know. It's a little. I wonder if it's like a, hmm, maybe it's like a, like a, like basically like a really fancy measuring tape to close. I wouldn't it be like surprised. Some out. kind of like, or maybe like a mini, you know, those wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube, man. Yes. If it's like one of those, one of those just kind of balloon. things, but just like a just little a water balloon, just like a condom on the end of it, a fan that just like, <laughs> <laughs> but apparently some... going to be selling these at the galaxy's edge in the near future with, and there's no pictures of them yet. There's <laughs> no, no proof. It's just that like, was that just CGI? Bunch... So and I'm it was imagining a bunch of children running around with glowing blown up condoms <laughs> blow in the dark dildos <laughs> uh, so yeah this is a lightsaber design yes my mom's yes. got one of those beside her bed <laughs> how many poor how many awkward conversations have happened where a kid went rooting around their mom's bedroom and found what he thought was a lightsaber and was super excited to play with it with his friends <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird lightsaber hilt why does it shake when I push the button? That's just the power of the saber. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. And okay, so we are officially within one month of Disney Plus's The Bad Batch. Uh, May the 4th is just around the corner. And so, yeah, Clone Wars Season 8, sorry, The Bad Batch as it's commercially known. Who are we kidding? It's 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 season eight of the Clone Wars. <laughs> but um yeah, so it's gonna star a whole bunch of new and familiar characters. Uh familiar ones of course being um I'm I'm guessing that like well we've seen Grand Moff Tarkin is going to be in it. Um mm-hmm. and anyways this article on Cinema Blend walks us through a few characters that they feel should be in the show. And I want to know your guys' thoughts. Um, you at home, play along too, and, and let us know what you think. Um, but th- this is their take on seven characters that they feel need to appear in Star Wars The Bad Batch. Number one, here we go. Well, no particular num- numerical order, but anyways. Ahsoka Tano. Mm-hmm. This is what they say. Fans didn't know what to make of young Ahsoka Tano when she first debuted in 2008's Star Wars The Clone Wars film. But in the years since, she's found a place in not only their hearts, but in several TV shows as well. Ahsoka's adventures have mostly taken place during the Clone Wars, but she was also instrumental during the reign of the Galactic Empire as seen in Star Wars Rebels, and on The Mandalorian, set after the fall of the Empire, she set off on a journey to find missing Jedi Ezra Bridger. Was that actually confirmed in The Mandalorian? Uh, no. No, I don't think so. I think that's just like a fan theory as to what... I think at the end of Rebels, it was implied that that's where they were going to go. But I don't think they ever said like, hey, we're going to go find Ezra. Yeah, yeah. Unless they did, I don't know. I I don't think I've watched it. But yeah, Rebels took place before The Mandalorian, I guess. But but who knows? Maybe that's just just part of her journey. That she stopped off on that planet there and then helped the help the family but i'm oh, sorry not help the family help the village get their get their groove back Hell it. anyway she's one of the got her groove back <laughs> she's one of the lone survivors of the great jedi purge and as such she was forced to go into hiding immediately after the rise of the empire this period of her life has been relatively unexplored up until this point star and star wars the bad batch could shed some light on it Clone Force 99 will likely cover a lot of ground in their travels throughout the galaxy, but it'll, uh, there's definitely a possibility they could run into the wayward Jedi. Uh, plus, her, appear- her appearance would be a great way to tide fans over ahead of her own show's debut. Um, I'm hoping they kind of explore, because we were talking a little bit before we hit record here about the um, 
the timeline of this show. And I'm guessing it's pre-Rebels, mainly because they're they're still clones, they're still alive, they're still active, they're still not quite as old as what Rex was shown to be in Rebels. Um, mm-hmm. And I think Rex is in the show too. I, there, there was him in the, there was a shot of him in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, or sorry, in the uh, in the trailer for it. But like how Ahsoka kind of assumes that fulcrum role, alias. I think that's name. how I'd like to see it is as more her as fulcrum. Maybe even like you don't actually see her, but she's working in the background and then leave some of the more other stuff for like the actual series, her series. Yeah. But yeah. And and like, maybe have some like flashback in that live action series yeah, to yeah. this time, perhaps. But yeah, so uh, I, I I agree with that. I think it'd be neat to see. Um, and just even if it's just like a one-off episode like she had in The Mandalorian, just mm-hmm. like a little cameo splash to be like, hey, cool, I know her. She's familiar. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it'll just give just that little, just that little nibble before we get any more information on uh, her own live action series that is hopefully coming in the not too distant future. Yeah, I think that would definitely be cool. I wonder too, it would be nice too, like if it was like that little cameo, like you said, um, and explained how she got to that weird planet in Mandalorian. Like maybe the Bad Batch gives her a tip that this place mm. or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just some kind of just like a, like maybe one small scene or maybe you know, an episode. Um, yeah, I, I agree yeah. with that. I think it'll happen. I, I, I'd love to see that happen, but that kind of goes away from the theory that she's on a hunt for Ezra Bridger, wouldn't it? Because like, if she's rooted in one place, well, would that really well, assume so that she's searching actively in all of these different systems and stuff? Unless he's she's there. Asked, and, yeah, well, she's looking through Thrawn, and Thrawn is with Ezra, right? So at the end of Mando, right? So she's trying to find true. Thrawn to find Ezra. Right. Um, and then Filoni said that that last scene in Rebels may not have taken place in that timeline. It may have taken place after where she is in Mandalorian. Oh, cool. Interesting. Yeah. Ooh, yes. That could add a whole other set of layers. Okay, okay, okay. Moving right along, Darth Vader. Given that the Bad Batch will be part of the Empire's forces, at least initially, mm. uh, it wouldn't be surprising at all if Darth Vader were to creep into the picture at some point. The Dark Lord of the Sith was, of course, the primary antagonist of the original trilogy, while the prequels showed no off his early years <laughs> as Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> Uh, and in the realm of animation, Vader has appeared as a supporting character in Rebels and even made a cameo mm. in the Clone Wars series finale. So, yeah. Uh, yeah I think that makes sense. It, 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 I think it does, especially with him being like the lapdog uh, of Grand Moff Tarkin, who we see in the um, uh, Clone Wars. Or, sorry, in the uh, the teaser trailer for The Bad Batch. Um. So yeah, it's saying, it goes on to say, any potential Darth Vader appearance would likely be small, but he could still enter the story in a meaningful way. Uh, Based on the latest Mm -hmm. trailer, Grand Moff Tarkin will be watching Clone Force 99 closely and will even test them through some training exercises. Who's to say Darth Vader couldn't be present at one of those demonstrations on behalf of the Emperor? Whatever the case, there's plenty of potential for the iconic antagonist to appear in some capacity. I agree. I think having a little Mm -hmm. bit of Vader action would be neat in there and and me mm-hmm. i i think again handling this little uh this will tickle you where it counts uh it could <laughs> lead into some obi-wan uh <laughs> interactions yeah so i guess hmm, i think that'd it, be it, cool do you know the timeline of like kenobi and this series like i guess it's not totally clear do you think does it line up do you guys think i i have no idea i don't know enough about mm obi-wan to know i don't think they've released that anyways to say when it actually takes place we just know it's somewhere after revenge i thought they the said sith it was about like 10 years Europe. after revenge of the sith is what so they're saying luke is like 10 then right yeah <laughs> that sounds like a trend. i think so. that would make sense 10 years after he was born make him 10 okay yeah <laughs> really really leap years on Tatooine. we don't know he could be like yeah. 12 well we got two sons right so maybe they age even faster <laughs> i'm eight around one son but i'm only four around the other <laughs> yeah how would you uh whatever never mind so he's six uh <laughs> <laughs> so he's six. actually <laughs> for this bad batch series um 
maybe you know pat or andrew you know too like do they ever i know it's kind of discussed that like when did they transition from clones to regular troopers because i'm assuming that the stormtroopers in a new hope are not clones right that'd be safe to assume i would say Mm -hmm. maybe we'll find that out that's what i mean so i'm wondering the bad batch that would be an interesting thing to explore like maybe the bad batch i'm assuming going rogue um yeah trying to like unite the clones and be like hey they're getting rid of us you know let's all stick mm-hmm. together and they make their own little colony kind of like kind of like the movie minions where they just <laughs> they just nomadically bounce around from fierce employer to fierce employer <laughs> <laughs> that's just what the stormtroopers are just a bunch of minions <laughs> and they take off their helmet uh, this is Kevin. A, like a, he's an a idiot funko pop like that it's essentially what funko pop is just making minions yeah. out of iconic pop culture characters. But yes, moving right along. Uh, Thrawn, Grand Admiral Thrawn. I, I don't mm-hmm. know if I agree with this. I think they're still going to tease him. I don't think they're really mm-hmm. going to. I think he's still going to be a mystery. Um, kind of keep that veiled a little bit until like a live action release. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but that's just my own. That's just the force talking to me in its own mysterious way. Um, so... I don't know. I could see it may- maybe as like a, a series finale stinger. Yeah. Like, or like, like an after credits kind dark. of stinger. Yeah. Like just like he says like one word or something. And then that that leads into the Ahsoka series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I imagine ah, like what? Disney like wants people to watch all these series, but then also wants to make it so that if you watch one on its own, you know what's going on. But then also that there are threat through lines through all of them to kind of inspire people to want to watch all the content. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I, worthwhile marketing for sure. wise. For sure. For sure. Um, and as I'm saying that out loud, I don't, this was a time period where Thrawn was starting to gain a little bit more influence and power in the timeline itself. Uh, like he was, he was, he befriended and he went on missions with Anakin Skywalker in the, um, the, the great new Thrawn trilogy books that are out there. Uh, I think the mm. second one in that series explores his relationship and it goes back and forth where he works with Anakin Skywalker when he's like just getting found and discovered by the, uh, or just pre-discovered by the, uh, um, by the Empire. Mm. But then it bounces into the future where Darth Vader works with Thrawn on, a, on another mission. But no mm-hmm. one knows or no one is supposed to know that Anakin is Vader. So, mm-hmm. but th- there, it's kind of hinted that Thrawn actually does kind of know just based mm-hmm. on, you know, he, he's, he's a master of deduction and just would have looked at the art in Darth Vader's bathroom and realized, hey, you're Anakin. But like, <laughs> yeah, so it, maybe. I'm, I'm now just retracting a bunch of nude my... Padme sketches. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, man. <laughs> You're not supposed to see those. <laughs> yeah, uh, just and a couple like anti-sand brochures out there too. I guess I never thought about that. It's an interesting point you bring up that that they hid that Skywalker, the Anakin was Darth Vader to the rest of the the galaxy. Yeah, it feels like it, it would it would be almost more powerful to say that like one of the greatest Jedi's was turned to a Sith. But maybe the mystery of Darth Vader is more scary. I don't know. I I, I, I think because no like, one knows, right? No one knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess what we're saying, yeah. right? No one knows. Because even Ahsoka, right? Like, she only realizes it's him after she kind of cuts the helmet partially, right? I think so. She, or, like, um, feels maybe in the Force a little bit and just, like, eventually I think she, she, she knows he's it, Vader but. when she goes to fight him initially. Right. Because she makes a comment of something about her former master. Yeah, like, I won't meet again or something. Oh, then. So she, she knows somehow... Um. Whether she can sense it through the forest or Obi-Wan communicated with her or someone had told her. Mm-hmm. But I think as like the larger thing, I don't know. Like, would Bail Organa, as an example, would he know that Vader is Anakin? Maybe not. If Obi-Wan said he killed him, if he, he said I killed Anakin, because he turned. I guess he might, because he was at that ta- that discussion at the end of uh Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, Bail Organa. That's why they uh, Yeah, he would if, know because if... they put the kids in hiding. But like yeah. Oh I'm yeah, yeah. Of, I guess so. So yeah, sense. he would know. But I'm, I'm trying to think of other characters that, like, does Jar Jar but, know that Eric so, Anakin uh, turned? I don't think I don't so. Know. 
he was at Padme's funeral, but I don't know if if that was announced there. <laughs> but since you brought up that that kind of when they're discussing where to put the kids, are they discussing it in the context that they know Darth Vader is is Anakin and that he's going to search for the kids, or that Palpatine might search them out? I think they reference Palpatine specifically. Yeah, because I feel to like if Obi Wan Obi doesn't really know, because Obi Wan's assuming that he killed Anakin, right? I think so. Good yeah. point. That's a very good point. I think he does. I think he does. Right. Which will be interesting in this series. I think we're going to get a lot of information because I'm wondering if they're going to touch on, like, if he's so removed on Tatooine, does he actually know for the past 10 years that Darth Vader has been, um, like, because ruling I, the galaxy? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, he yeah, may have yeah. no idea. And all of a sudden news comes to light someone ends up on Tatooine or something happens and he's just like I thought he was dead so maybe he's going back to finish the job because we keep talking about um we keep talking about this idea that um he's going to go appeal to Anakin's goodness I've brought that up a lot maybe he's going to go back to try to finish the job Mm, but then isn't able to do it again or something happens where he can't do it right or he hears about Darth and he thinks and that's how he kind of figures maybe this is Anakin maybe it's not I'm going to go the other interesting thing that you brought up Tatooine being separated, like it is mentioned in New Hope that it's not under the Empire's jurisdiction, right? It's controlled by the Huts. So maybe that's yeah. like it's more seedy, but then maybe that also gives him it's even more he's more insulated from what yeah. the Empire is doing. Well, in episode one, they talk about that too. Because uh, mm-hmm. Wado, Republic credits are no good here, right? <laughs> yeah. That, that's pre Empire, though. Oh, it's true. It is pre Empire. I think they're pretty aggressive with their expansions. Um, right. But it's like, just interesting how Darth Vader, like, does he ever end up back on Tatooine? Because it would actually be cool if Darth Vader goes to Tatooine. And that's why the battle happens is that Obi-Wan is just trying to throw him off the scent of Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they have Maul in it and somehow, maybe Maul, kind of like, maybe Maul goes to Vader and the Emperor. Maybe that's his way of, like, getting back in their favor. I don't know. Yeah. Well, he's already, like, a kind of a crime lord at that point. Or has he been kind of kicked out? But he's on Tatooine. If you look at Solo, if you watch the movie Solo, he's communicating, and then they're going, they're going. They allude to the like the gangsters on Tatooine. There's a job with gangsters on Tatooine. So I assume in that movie they're referring to the Huts. Yeah. Um. But I I think I think Maul's on Tatooine. I think the Book of Boba Fett will will illuminate a lot of the past dealings of the 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 red red sun. I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, Red Sun or Crime Crimson, Crimson Dawn is it Crimson Dawn or something Crimson Dawn, Dawn is like something else it's it's one of those three I think there's like three there, there's Black Sun Crimson Dawn um, uh, the, uh, the one gang that they deal with in the Clone Wars uh, in the last season uh, I can't think of it right and now is it, is it in Rebels where him and Obi-Wan Fight Maul and Obi Wan. Yes, again. Yes, and is he still the head of the crime syndicate at that point, or is he kind of like disillusioned and kind of kicked out? I don't think they really mention it uh, at that one because that's like a huge flash forward scene where uh, I, I remember feeling like it was a little bit out of place, almost in the context of what was going on at the time. Like I think it. <sighs> How does that fight well, end? I haven't not. actually seen it. Oh, it doesn't. Does it's it, it's pretty wins, cool. Right? Uh, actually, you know what? I did see a video on that this week. Um, I th- I think I shared it to our Instagram as well. So there mm. was like it was a very very short fight, and at fir- on first watch, I was like, really? That's that's it for Darth Maul. He's just like a one and done. Um, mm. So it was, spoiler alert. This is a big spoiler. If you don't want to know the fate of Darth Maul, click mute. Go watch Rebels, um, and then come <laughs> and then immediately pick up right here. Mm-hmm. You have been warned. Uh, so Obi Wan wins the fight. Now, mm-hmm. where uh, and this was Sam Whitwer. It is Whitwer. Uh, mm-hmm. He did a breakdown of the scene of that fight. I think he was talking with another mm-hmm. podcast or something recently. Mm-hmm. And Obi Wan switches it up. So he initially does his. You know how. Uh, the Obi-Wan fighting stance in the prequels is the two fingers and then he's got yeah. the, the the lightsaber over his head kind of pointed menacingly yeah. towards it. So he starts with that and then mm-hmm. he's like, no, that was that was old 
me that lost that was that was Clone Wars Obi Wan that is essentially gone. That was Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. Not I'm Ben now. He then switches his grip on his lightsaber and is that of uh, Qui Gon Jinn's. Oh, to he like holds it that way. And then it does a little shoot back. Like in this interview, they did a little video yeah. montage with it as well. It does a cut That's side so by side of Obi-Wan's stance, mimicking that of Qui-Gon Jinn's. So what huh, he was yeah. doing there was trying to lull Maul into a false sense of, oh, I got this. I'll do the same thing again. Because Maul goes for that exact same move where he does the two-handed block and then tries to, like in theory, he would block first and then smack him in the face with his hilt and then turn around and poke him. In that exact same move. <laughs> However, yeah. uh, that's where Obi-Wan kind of shifts slightly and cuts the hilt of Darth Maul in half and then slices into Darth Maul. Huh. And it cuts and kills him in just like one stroke. So it's a very quick fight. It is, that's interesting. It, but it, I didn't gain that appreciation for that fight until I saw that breakdown. And I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, that's yeah, that's so fucking metal. <laughs> like he did that, that mind stance, game with him. And does he? Does that stance that he takes? Oh, I guess he's doing that purposely to trick Maul. Okay. Yeah, he's doing that Qui Gon one cool. to lull him to lull Maul into being like, oh, I know what style he's. He's adopting this style. He's adopting the style of his old master. This is how I killed his old master. And mm. it, it was just a really cool breakdown by Sam Witwer, just like for that scene. It it, it made it a lot more cool for me because initially when oh, I first saw cool. it, it went by so fast that I was just like. I'm gonna watch it again. It's worth it's worth the rewatch. That whole entire scene. Um, I like the little like uh, intimate moment they have though after. He yes, kills. it was, it was very uh-huh. cute. It was very much yes. like. Uh, Do you guys think they'll revisit that scene in Kenobi, or they'll kind of let it be its thing on Rebels? I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a like well, they they make they, it seem in. Um, like in Rebels, it's the first time that they've seen each other since Tatooine yeah. or Asura Naboo. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Wars, I'm sure. Uh, oh yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they redo something in live action. Yeah, or at least like the lead up to that fight. Yeah, just yeah. like Kenobi. I feel like they're going to interact in live action. My way. I feel like they're mm-hmm. going to interact in live action. I just yeah. Yeah, because it would not. be interesting if you know. I guess it's never clearly so, test. If Maul kind of loses position in the syndicate or whatever it's called, and then he tries to appeal to Palpatine Invader and says, "Hey, I know where Kenobi is. I can kill him, and that'll put me in your favor, and I'll serve you again." I don't know, something like that. And then he goes there and fails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one last piece of news for Obi Watch is there was a prep photo released. In which mm-hmm. Ewan McGregor is growing out the beard and he's growing his hair, which I have this. Everyone thinks he's going to have like the Alec Guinness uh, look, which I'm, I'm sure he'll be more salt and pepper in mm-hmm. this this version um, to kind of show his age. However, I would not be surprised if he has a little bit longer hair being in exile for all those years that mm-hmm. uh, he has longer hair and you see him kind of kind of living like Luke, maybe not crusty like Luke, but living kind of living off the land type of thing that we saw in last Jedi. Um, but then when eventually he is kind of called back into some sense of prominence, like playing a role, you'll kind of see this epic like scene of him trimming his beard and cutting his hair and putting his <laughs> lightsaber back on his belt. Um, putting on the old moth eaten robe. Yeah. I picture, so, I picture like uh, some sort of like epic music. Jumanji, like when Robin Williams first comes back, out of Jumanji. That's what like Obi-Wan's been looking like for the past 10 years. And he's like, oh shit, I gotta clean myself up. Yeah. <laughs> Hans like when Christian Bale comes in. It's like, like when Bruce Wayne in The Dark Knight or uh, Batman Begins comes out oh, of yeah. uh, and uh, Alfred shows up. Yeah. Hello, sir. Just bring fashionable. the rose back with a folk tank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was thinking about that when you when you just brought this Obi Watch to my attention. You've been gone for seven years. Sir. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Quite all right. Any any Michael Caine is welcome in my life. You had me declared dead. 
<laughs> you were going seven years. Uh, anywho, when because uh, in in the pictures, the leaked well, not leaked. He's posing um, in the pictures of uh, Ewan McGregor. He's got, he's of course got the beard. He's got the longer hair, very brown hair. Now mm-hmm. Obi Wan in the uh, in a New Hope when we first meet Alec Guinness's character, he, he's very white. So I'm wondering mm-hmm. if there's some sort of huge traumatic event that scares the bejesus out of him and ultimately shocks his hair white. If we get that as an explanation as to why he's Maybe got brown it's hair like now. What happened, then... to, happened to Palpatine. You know, Palpatine looked kind of normal and then looks like a troll. And it's all, it's like, why does he look like this? Because oh, he got zapped with his own force lightning. His own force lightning. Yeah, they, they, they go back and so explain Palpatine that a little. Palpatine so. becomes a troll, but uh, Obi-Wan becomes a better looking. <laughs> yeah, just a little salt and pepper. Yeah. He's just like a fine wine. He just he just aimed it at the top of his head instead of directly at his face. But yeah, so uh, I'm know. wondering that if we're going to get some sort of justification for why his hair goes white. Maybe. Maybe I imagine as he's trying to leave Coruscant, he's like looking at the things he can take, and he has his hair dyed, and he's like, <laughs> and he leaves it. <laughs> and he leaves he just for Ben. It's a tattoo. It just lets it gr- <laughs> like grows out. Just just for Ben. <laughs> just then, for Ben. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still Obi Wan. This stays here. And then doesn't take it anymore. He embraces the salt and pepper, embraces aging like all people should, and mm-hmm. ages gracefully into the night. Um, I'm not <laughs> done my list here either. I okay. like the Obi Watch, but Oh shoot. No, don't Jump it was a good it was a good segue, a good justification. I'm looking at the time here, I'm just like, oh. Oh, better speed it up. Shoot. Uh, we'll nail these real quick. Kane and Jarrus. Eh. Maybe, maybe. I think his story is is nice and complete and was wrapped up in the Rebels. I think some characters need to just stay in their lane, stay there. Not that no, um, I'd be upset about a Kanan appearance. I just think he's he's done his part. He said his piece, and and he's mm-hmm. good. I'm I'm happy, and with he's got a nice little bow on him. I don't know if you all feel different, but hey, uh, another fun one would be Hondo Onaka. I think this guy's he's like the like the new uh oh shoot what's his name the guy who plays ham in toy story and he's mac in the in oh, in the cars guy from cheers he's the guy from cheers cliff, cliff. i only know is cliff i don't know yeah. uh, i can't name. think of his name right now but i think hondo is kind of like the new him where he's just going to appear in new star wars media all going forward yeah. he's just such a fun addition a lot of people say that johnny depp should play him in a real life role um just because he's a space pirate, and Johnny Depp is best known as a mm-hmm. sea oh, pirate. Oh, it's John Ratzenberger. John Ratzenberger, ah, that's his name. That's Shoot. right. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, so, Hondo, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him again. Uh, I'd welcome it. I'd be okay with that. Um, another one is Grogu. Mm. Mm-hmm. Too soon. Too soon. Mm-hmm. Too they gotta, soon. They got to work on that in Mandalorian. They got to expand mm-hmm. that out before you start seeing him in other media. Yeah, I, I agree. Um one justification I came up they with. They could allude to his presence. Like you they could like allude to like this child or this well, being. I was wondering if that would be like their mission, like getting Grogu away from like Well they already got that other kid, right? They got that other kid who is kind of seems like is gonna be their mission, but I don't know, maybe I don't know. It's it's reaching certainly. The... Uh but it could be a mission of theirs. To get this is all post post like child slaying Anakin, right? Correct. Yes. Yes. It, I believe so anyways cuz oh, yeah, who knows? Is there what comes Obi-Wan. up in Obi-Wan. Ooh. Mm. Just killing kids on Tatooine, never know. Where's Obi-Wan? <laughs> Maybe he runs into his old friends on Tatooine that pissed oh, him off and just kills their children. Ketchup? I wonder do you think his uh like Darth Vader's like suit would even work on Tatooine if a big gust of sand came through and he's like, <laughs> Yeah, those filters are <laughs> <Starts> only... functioning. <laughs> they they only got so many so many uh, like it'd be so hot too. Yeah. It's only so much filtration like, that a system like that could do, you think, before we get overwhelmed by little chunks of rock and sand. Maybe that And he be... doesn't like sand. It's notorious, even when he didn't have all that gear on. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if we're going to see him on Tatooine. It'd be sweet. It'd be awesome. But like, he doesn't like sand. Mm-hmm. Last but not least, character they mention is Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Boba Fett. 
I could I could maybe see the Bad Batch, depending what they're up to, and coming across bounty hunters. Depending how that kid got taken, maybe Boba Fett's hunting down that kid, too. Yeah, it could be like a young How old would Boba Fett be fairly young, though, right? He was a teenager in the Clone Wars. Because um, Clone Wars happens a few... What, what was just he, like starting out? 10 or 11 or 12 in uh, in the Clone Wars when, when you watched his daddy get his head lopped off. Um so yeah, it'd be he'd probably be like fifteen or sixteen in and around the time that the Clone Wars ends. Um, so yeah, maybe a teenage Boba Fett could be a nice excuse for the actual that character, or sorry, that actor. Mm-hmm. Maybe he gets a little voice cameo shot in it. I don't know. Um, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But anyways, that's the seven that should be on that list. Recapping them: Boba Fett, Grogu, uh, Hondo Onaka. Kanan, Jarrus, Grand Admiral Thrawn, Darth Vader, and Ahsoka Tano. What are your thoughts? Let us know. Connect with us on social media. Give us a little, um, you know, send us a message. Just say you guys are out of your mind. You guys are dead on. Any other characters you really think you should see and can be justified in the Bad Batch or any other media coming up, then, uh, yeah, throw them our way. Um, I thought you were asking me. I was about to, like, jump. Like, I think. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No. (laughs) Uh, well, you can if you want to, but no, no I'm just going to go to the outro from there for us. But. That's, I'm fine. That's fine. So we want to thank you again for hanging out with us today. If you haven't already, please punch that subscribe button and give us a rating. And also be sure to check out our YouTube channel. It's uh, in the show notes. You can also find us on Instagram at Good Morning Alderaan. Uh, thank you again, everybody, for tuning in. Getting a lot of love recently. I've just been sharing a lot of little clips, especially of our one with Mark Thompson ordering a cheeseburger as Grand Admiral Thrawn. Getting a lot of fun reception from that little clip right there. So uh, thank you again for liking and sharing and, and telling all your friends about us. Um, yeah, if you have any other comments, find us, uh, DM us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at GoodMorningAlderon or GM Alderon, or email us gmalderon at gmail.com. Once again, I'm Pat, and on behalf of my co-hosts, Andy and Ryan, I just want to say thanks for listening, and hey! Always be a Jedi in the streets. In a Sith in the sheets. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye.